Welcome to the Connect Hope Podcast, a podcast to encourage pastors and ministry leaders who are striving to make Jesus famous. Hey everybody, this is the Connect Hope Podcast with Gene Jennings, and I'm here with my buddy Chuck Gordon. I call him my buddy. He's never actually bought me lunch, I have but he is a buddy. But we've talked about it. But Gene, you, you, have to all, lunch? you also have to consider that, that I have purchased a lot of snacks, and you've partaken of those snacks that, that I've put at the office at, at Trenor. Peanut M&M's? <laughs> and peanut M&M's, and that, that counts. And then you're my buddy. I am. <laughs> All right. Well, man, that, that said, that, that you're concerned about peanuts, uh, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and dig in today. We have an incredible guest. Uh, yes, he I'm, is. I'm, I'm so amazing and honored. And actually, I'm just kind of getting to talk with him today. But, Gene, I know that you've known him well. But um, we have Danny Armstrong with us. And, Danny, thank you so much for making oh, time to join us. Thank you, guys, for the invitation. But, Gene, so I'm going to actually toss it back to you. Uh, All right. Because you, you know this guy. And he actually, even though you know him, he still agreed to come on in and meet with us. <laughs> it's, an, so. it's a miracle. <laughs> uh, I've been around the world with this guy at least twice. Yeah, I've been to Singapore true. and Indonesia too. Uh, yeah, that's true. Then. So, um, yeah, we've had a good time. So what are we talking about? Huh? Oh, you what are we know? talking about today? Yeah. Just I thought you knew what we were talking about. We're going to have to dig in. People are already tuning this out right now. Our international audience of two are already turning Oh, Lord. Okay. So, so we're going international. So, you know, well, with all of Danny's friends, we'll go international yes. for sure. So, Danny, tell us, uh, you, you and your lovely life, wife, life, your lovely wife, Judy, y'all been in ministry together how many years? In, oh, in ministry together for, uh, <laughs> since before God made dirt. <laughs> no, it's been about, uh, we've been in ministry for somewhere around 40 years. Yeah. And you spent a lot or most of that time in in the field, in the mission field. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, started out as a pastor in Mississippi um, when we married. And uh, then you know moved moved from there to several other locations wound up as an assistant director of a retreat center up in the mountains of north carolina and there was really where god solidified you know the need uh outside of the u.s in our hearts i mean while i was there started getting some things across my desk that came from what was then called the u.s center for world mission Mm -hmm. it's called frontier ventures now but I began learning that there's a tremendous need outside of the U.S. There's been, there's, I began to learn terminology, unreached people groups, right. and 1040 window, you know, all of those things that we pitch around in, right. in mission circles. And that there's a whole mess of folks, millions and millions, and probably up to 35, 40% of the, of the population of the world that doesn't have real access to the gospel. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that they've, you know, like, here where we sit in South Carolina, I mean, right. there's so many churches around everywhere, but um, but in so much of the rest of the world, there's not much. <clears throat> right. So then, in that, you know, after we were in North Carolina for a few years, then we went to Indonesia. We uh, we went with a missions organization called Globe International, which is an organization that we had learned of when we were in Bible college in Pensacola, Florida. And so that's when that's when we went. We went in seventy, no wait, eighty, eighty six. Yeah, eighty six was when we went overseas. And you were over there how long? We were we were there. We were we were residents there for fourteen years, and then we've been back in the states since two thousand. Gotcha. Yeah. 
we, we lived in Indonesia first, then we lived in Malaysia for a few years because we lost our visa in Indonesia. Mm -hmm. The, the uh, government invited us to leave. <laughs> so then we were in Malaysia <laughs> Wonderful for invitation. a few years. Yeah. And then and we were still going in and out. We were able to go in and out of Indonesia. So we did that a lot. And then uh, the last year we were there, we were in Singapore for our last year mm -hmm. and back in the States. So while you were there, what was your kind of your focus? Just building relationships and no, the, fo the focus, our focus of going there was to teach. Okay, we were going there to work with a pastor that was starting a Bible training center. Okay, the focus of the center of the training center was to train pastors and Christian workers to go out all over Indonesia and start wow. churches. That Incredible. was yeah, that was the vision. Mm. Yeah, that was the vision of the pastor there, you know, Pastor Benjamin Munte was his okay. name, and. Um, through a colleague, learned of him through a colleague of Glo at Globe International. Okay. He had met him uh, in Malaysia at a conference there. So we went to work with him, and we worked with him, started a Bible school. We started with, uh, what do we have, like 17 students, I think, the first year. And then it went up from that. Uh, and the, within a few years, we had like 500. In, wow. Yeah, wow. 500 oh, enrollment in, in the Bible school. and. Mm. And that was from within that church. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that we didn't. We were not accepting students from outside of the yeah. congregation. Yeah. So it was, and, and so that gives you an idea of how the how the yeah. church was exploding mm -hmm. growth wise. So it was, it was amazing, and uh, you know now the, the the attendance at least of that church is in multiple locations all over the city of Maidan, Indonesia, is uh, ten thousand plus. Yeah. Wow. So it's incredible, and I churches remember, all over the country. Yeah, I attended that church. We yeah, you did a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now you're using your years of experience, your knowledge, and tell us what you're doing today with Globe International. Well, my wife and I are part of the leadership team of Globe International. We are uh, currently, we're the directors of interns, which means that, uh, well, the basic thing that that means is with, that we walk with the new candidates, you know, while they're in process and until they get established on the field. Okay. Usually at least for the first year after they well, go overseas okay. somewhere. So that's uh, that's what we're doing. Yeah, we're enjoying that. Good. How long, are you good at it? How long have you been doing that? We've been well. We've been doing we've been doing that role. We were we were also the directors of training for several years, okay. along with directors of interns. And we've been we've been really we were doing those two roles for about uh, the first nine years that we were on the leadership team, and then for the last about the last year, we've just been directors of interns. Okay. Okay. So what I do know about you is that calling you felt and that information you gathered when you were a retreat director, that hasn't left you, has it? No, not at all. So you got the, the material in, from U.S. Center for World Missions. I remember then when they were named that, too. Yeah. Um, what was it? Is there any particular uh, statistic or story or something out there that just kind of grabs your heart and hasn't oh, let yeah. go yet? No, oh, yeah. Yeah, the thing that the thing that really grabbed our heart initially was looking at the the world of Islam, mm. and that at the time that we were looking at, at that, there was only one full-time Christian worker for every one million Muslims. Oh wow. my goodness! In the in the, uh, in the Islamic world, that's a horrible. Hey, what's stat. that stat today? Do we know? It's Maybe <clears throat> slightly better than that, but mm. not a whole lot. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, if we sit back and think about it a bit, I mean, the, 
the hardest places on earth are still the ones that are left. Mm -hmm. You know, the easiest the easiest places to go are the ones that everybody wants to go to. Yeah, yeah. You know, where you know there's no opposition to the you know the Christian message and all of that. That's where everybody wants to go. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I say that sort of sort of facetious, but not much mm -hmm. because that is true. And uh, so the hard places are the ones that's left, and the world of Islam is one of the hardest. Mm -hmm. um, the so that that and the thing that the thing that added to that with me was that we were in North Carolina, as I mentioned earlier. We mm -hmm. were we were there when this all you know started coming together for us, and we were in a small mountain congregation. And in that congregation, there were four of us as ordained ministers in that congregation. Wow. And it's like, and it was a congregation of about 120 or so yeah, on Sunday yeah. morning. And I began looking around at some stats within the U.S., and that was not at all uncommon. There's, you know, a full-time minister for every, you know, right. 100 or so Americans, not yeah, even yeah, church yeah. people, mm -hmm. but for, for every American. So, you know, in that respect, you know, we're saturated here. But yeah. but there's uh there's I mean of course there's still a lot to be done in, in the U.S. No, no doubt about sure. that. But just sort of looking at that contrast, that's what grabbed our hearts. You know, at that time was that you know the contrast of one for every one million, and here in the U.S. is you know one for every hundred or something like mm -hmm. that. Wow. So it's like you know it's just it doesn't stack up yeah. you know in yeah. anybody's economy. You know how you do that. Yeah, it's staggering. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned Indonesia. Most people, I don't think, know this, but Indonesia is the uh, largest Muslim population of all in countries the in the world. Yeah. all countries in the really? world. Really? Uh, yeah. My goodness. So I'm yeah. learning on this one. So. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. yeah, I mean, think about it as the Middle yeah. East, you know, that's yeah. where right. it, yeah. yeah. And yet, uh, as Gene said, you know, in Indonesia, because of the population there, there's more there's more Muslims in Indonesia than than almost all the Middle East put together. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a bunch. Yeah. So so with, it makes me ask, kind of with Globe International, are there certain focuses? Is there certain, you know, this is our heavy emphasis? Or there, is it just kind of around the world? Or is it primarily certain countries or certain people groups? Yeah, no, it's around the world. Uh, the Globe was, when Globe was started, you know, 50 years ago, we just celebrated our 50th anniversary. So when Globe was started, the initial vision for Globe was, we, you know, Globe International exists to facilitate the God-given vision of the missionary. Mm. So help to facilitate that vision, whatever that is. You know, to go to, you know, start an orphanage somewhere or a feeding program. Okay. You know, we have okay. several of those kind of things that are still going today. Okay. You know, or to go, you know, preach the gospel on the streets of, you know, Tokyo, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. So uh, so that was the, the ethos in the beginning, the, the DNA there. We have morphed a bit over the years. We've come within the last uh, decade or so to where we're really emphasizing, uh, you know, better practices, and part of that is, you know, really looking at the unreached areas of the world. Okay. You know, really trying to, you know, really trying to get our new people to say, okay, consider this, pray about this, okay. we'll pray with you about that, about going to some place. And we have more, you know, we're beginning to get more and more folks that are going to some of these least reached okay. areas. Y'all, do you, if you have somebody come to you and say, I want to go to such and such a country, and you happen to know that that country is pretty well populated with evangelical Christians, do you try to steer them to an unreached people group, or you just got to let the Holy Spirit decide that for them? Uh, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> <all of that. laughs> 
you know, I mean, you know, I think all of us would say, yeah, we want the Holy Spirit to lead somebody, yeah. and and we do. Uh, but there's there's also wisdom in in trying to to look at okay, where's the greatest need? You know, if we're looking at going somewhere out of our comfort zone yeah. anyway, then where's the greatest need in the world? You know, can we can we consider some of those kind of places and mm-hmm. and really? You know, pray about that. You yeah. know what? You know what? God, what might God say in a time like that yeah. when we're really looking at that? And we, again, you know, I mean, Gene, as you know, I mean, Gene and I have been involved in perspectives. You know, mm-hmm. uh, perspectives on the World Christian Movement for years, and that in that there's a lot of exposure to unreached people groups. You know, yeah. all of those kind of things. And and out of those classes, you know, we've seen a lot of folks that have had those aha moments mm-hmm. where they say didn't know this was true okay. didn't know this there was this kind of need you know in other parts of the world and uh and it's made a difference in the way they live the rest of their lives it's made a difference in the way the choices they made and where they might mm-hmm. where they might wow. go you know if they did go you know missions and not everybody mm-hmm. that goes through perspectives does but right some do yeah and it's an incredible class if you ever have a chance to take part in it it's perspectives called. perspectives on the world christian movement okay mm-hmm. yeah and this is uh uh, course that people can purchase and online, I assume, or, or you get books and go through them, and it's about about it, how long is it? There, it, it is available online. Okay, but uh, I would recommend anybody that could to get a, an in-person class. Okay, uh, there's you know they're scattered scattered around in different places. Right? How long is it? Like, you know, ten weeks. Uh, it, it's fifteen some, weeks. Fifteen, 15 weeks. weeks. Okay, yeah, it's a semester. Okay, and you can get college credit for it. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. that's excellent. Uh, yeah. Sounds good. Just definitely so it sounds like like many of us need kind of eye opening and that yep. really seeing what's going on around the world because we assume through our our lens of of uh, Fox News or CNN or whatever bias <laughs> people have you know they we know what's going on in the world but we we really are missing out on on something that uh, the spiritual element in oh that. Yeah. yeah and and you know I can say very bluntly that uh, we're very ignorant as right. Americans yeah. of things that are happening oh, yeah. in the oh, yeah. rest of the world very ignorant. And uh, you know we we're we're very isolated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we very much are. Well, it's and it's why watch something that's going to convict me and why it <laughs> cost something of me. I mean, if it's if I were to read something and and it's going to cost something of me, why would I want to take time to listen to that when I can go about my merry way and, and, <laughs> and not be inconvenienced? So, I mean, I just but how do, how does that? You yeah. know, how does that line up with the scripture? Exactly. Exactly. That's what I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I we're Bible that. believers, so how does that line exactly. up with that? Yeah. So well, I mean, just I mean, if we were to poll everybody, that's you know all the the uh, uh, heroes of faith and and Hebrews chapter eleven about yeah. how convenient life was for them, I'm sure they would say, "Oh, I really enjoyed being sawn in half. I really enjoyed being <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. animals." You know, it's kind of it, it's the whole thing. If we we when we have American Christianity or churchianity. And we place it on it's a matter of convenience. We miss out on the fact that it's a call to reach the world, and, and yeah. that's that's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, and that's not just, you know, that that call for the world. I mean, that's not just for the ones that are going full time yeah. yeah. either. That's for that's for us as the church yeah. in general. Right. And uh, you know, we've we just we really need to be doing a better job of reaching the world. No doubt. We're not. Well, how with, with those that are in church, and I guess what type of what type of candidates do y'all end up finding when you're you're processing? Now, in, I'll kind of even back up a lot of different mission organizations and and uh, out there. And you mentioned um, you know that you started off going, "Hey, where's where's your heart? What would you like to do?" And it's kind of morphed, it's changed a little bit 
to where now it's it's more focused. Hey, we want to reach on people, unreach people groups. But what are you looking for as far as in candidates to be a part of this process? Yeah. Uh, and you know, what would I do if, if I'm I'm praying about it? You know, what is it? How would I know if I line up with the vision of of Globe International? So. Well, okay. Let me let me clarify a bit yeah, there. Yeah. We we do still send folks that are going to basically anywhere in the world. Okay. They have a clear clear vision of where where God is leading them. Okay. And if it, you know, gels with us, then, you know, we're okay with that vision. Okay. Okay. So we do have that. Okay. <clears throat> As I said, especially personally, I think Gene was asking me a question about me personally. You know, I'm I, you know, I'm going to pitch hmm. you know, going to the unreached of the world. That's yeah, what mm-hmm. I'm going to do. And yeah. I, and I I don't apologize for that at all. It's what I'm going to do. It's what's in my heart. That's yeah. what I believe God yeah. needs. So that's it. But for folks that are going to, you know, the the even the the homeless in the U.S. I mean, we have we have a couple that are doing a great job, and their primary focus is homeless folks, you mm-hmm. know, down in South Alabama and yeah, the Panhandle yeah. of, oh, really? of of uh, of Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and you know, and there's some other parts of that that they're involved in as well, like you know, rehab kind of stuff and mm-hmm. things like that too. But but <clears throat> so we have that kind of stuff. We have some others that are you know U.S. based involved okay. in various ministries. But uh, so we, you know, we do look except for folks that have that clear vision for whatever they're, whatever okay. they're going to do. So we work with folks like that. Uh, and it, it is a process. There's an application. There's assessments. You know, we're we're looking at folks that, you know, are, you know, pretty sane anyway. Okay. Okay. You know those kind of things. That, you know, I often joke with folks if, if we'd have had the kind of assessments, you know, when when I went, you know, I might not have been accepted at that time. Thank God I got through. But <clears throat> anyway, so we, you know, we we look at some things like that, and then there's an online uh, kind of training school, and we look at, you know, what what kind of background do you have to? Okay. Do you have a good okay. church background? Do you need some, you know, theological education? You know, something yeah. like that before you go. Depends on what you're going to be doing too, okay. as far as what uh, you know, what we encourage you to to okay. do as far as prep to go. See, all, I, I, what I hear you saying is you try to be kind of a voice of wisdom to this person that you you kind of know what they're going to run into, and so you're trying to give right. them some coaching in the process. Right. Is that right. okay. you're kind of customizing their calling as well? There, like. yeah, and exactly. There yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. So, so somebody contacts you and they say, "I'm interested in going," blah blah blah. But what is a is there an average time of from the first point of contact before they're on the field is there do you find normally it takes you know a year two years what what is it what is the time yeah, I think I think it's a, a minimum of a year okay really from beginning of application until going um, because of course part of that is raising your finances okay you know and we have uh, an outside organization that we work <coughs> with we partner with to okay. help do that okay called taking donors seriously okay and uh, they're a great org we you know, we've been working with them for several years now, and uh, they're great at helping folks to, you know, really get clarity on your vision and be able to communicate that to your friends, family, you know, folks that are going to be partnering with you and okay. financially to help you go. Okay. So, and then, you know, we require folks to have a reasonable budget to go uh, to wherever they're going to go. So we look at folks that are there on the field, you know, or we have, you know, other resources that we can pull in to find out what, you know, what's the cost of living, you know, what... You know, okay. what about insurance? What about, you know, all those kind of things? So we're looking at that, and we require folks to have, a, you know, have that budget raised before they go. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. That's good. The, the, uh, so they have to have their budget fully raised or a certain percentage raised, or you go per person? Uh, no, mean? we don't go per, per person. That's, yeah, we've yeah. learned that's too dangerous to no do doubt, that. No doubt. Yeah. 
because some folks would go, you know, if they got $10 in their pocket, you know, <laughs> yeah. kind of deal. I mean, you know, missionaries yeah. tend to be, you know, risk takers and all that no kind doubt. of stuff. So we have, we have to, we have to be wise about that as far as the yeah, leadership no is in guiding folks, you know, like you were saying okay. in, in getting that. So we, our goal is a hundred percent. Everybody, okay. I mean, you know, yeah. why not? Yeah. You know, that's, you know, it's a reasonable kind of yeah. budget. So, okay, let's get a hundred percent of that. That's yeah. reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no doubt. No, all right. And then if there is uh, some shortage on that, you know, we can make exceptions on that, but we try not to make many of those because it's just not wise to do that. No doubt. Yeah, really not. Okay. That answer that? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And, and the, the uh, mission, I know certain organizations, they are over, they call them back every, you know, year, two years, three years, whatever, have some kind of furlough. Y'all just leave that up to the the missionaries you work with, or do you recommend certain things? Yeah, we rec- we recommend some things. You know, okay. we recommend no no more than six months back every two years, something like okay. that. Okay. Uh, you know, at least that kind of average. Okay. You know, um, but it's it's left up a lot to the individual missionaries. You know, some of their needs, and and also the proximity. You know, where are they going? Okay. They're going halfway around the world. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we were talking about earlier to Indonesia and that kind of thing. Then. You know, our our rotation when we were over there was, you know, every three years or so, two to three years, you okay. know, uh, minimum that we were gone that long. Okay. And then we were back for a few months. Okay. Okay. But that gets expensive, especially with a with a big family. Okay. So, Danny, we're gonna um, we're gonna make this a two parter, but um, just to kind of to tease into part two, I want to ask you a question because right. the next in the next week we're gonna talk about uh, talk specifically to pastors and church leaders about their role in this but so with that in mind in your experience would you say the temperature of missions in the church is better or worse than it was when you got started 40 odd years ago now is it you're gonna let him answer we're gonna actually wait till next week i'm letting him answer but then we're gonna okay we're gonna talk more about that no cliffhanger Uh, wow (laughs) i I would, overall, you know, this is a generalization, but overall I would say it's worse now than it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Any particular, particular reason why that would be? Um, I think there's, a, you know, many different factors in that. Um, one of those is that it's, it seems that we are, as the church, and I say we because I'm part of the church in general, that we are much more involved in ourselves, you know, what makes me, us comfortable mm-hmm. and than we are at really looking outside to the world. And there's also, there's also the big emphasis on local missions, which is good. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not dissing that, um, but local missions to the exclusion of outside of our area, mm-hmm. meaning the other side of the earth. Right, right. Okay. That's good. Well, um, That's we're going to wrap it up real. for this week, but we're going to come right back with Danny next week. But before we go, Chuck, tell us about Connect Hope. Yeah. Mm. Again, we're, we're so thankful that because what Danny's talking about lines up so much with where we are at Connect Hope. And we want to be about encouraging pastors and leaders, mm. uniting ministries and resourcing kingdom work. And so um, we would love for you to partner with us as, as we, again, minister other pastors, but also I'm going to actually throw it back to Danny. If someone is interested in contacting you to find out more about how they could align with this ministry, maybe support this ministry, or maybe they're considering stepping out into missions, what would they need to do? 
Well, I, I'd be glad to give my email. That's fine. Go right. for it. Yeah. Yep. For any information, any way that, you know, we could be of assistance. It's Danny, D-A-N-N-Y, at globe, G-L-O-B-E-I-N-T-L dot org. Okay. Globe. Uh, in, globe International. Globe International. And, and uh, the website is Globe International? It, yeah, it's uh, Globe International dot, uh, dot, dot it? com or dot org. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's fine. We'll get it. It is But I want to encourage you, yeah, if you're interested at all in contacting Danny, uh, you got the contact there. But we, uh, and we hope you'll join us next time as we dig in even further. So look forward to having you back next week. Yep. Thanks for listening to Connect Hope Podcast, and we'll be back with Danny next week. In the meantime, have a great week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If today's podcast hit home with you, we hope you'll share it with other ministry leaders. If there's any way we can be here for you, please contact us at connecthope.org. Until next time, let's make Jesus famous. Thank you.